What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside uh, the AKA thing I'm not ready for There's yet. I'm still AKAs. not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Blues. Sec yeah, the second AKA. best blue eyes in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Second AKA. best blue eyes. My brother. Oh, it's, it's, it's just, it's, he's, you know, Forbes 30 under 30. That's right. That's but the not, blue yeah. eyes was is a moniker and an award given out by his mother who gave it to his brother. Right. Yeah. So Tim is second best blue eyes. I'm second best. Yeah, yeah. It's official. It's Tim Gettys. At Tim Gettys. Let's most. It's official. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You can get you can get our shirt, my shirt that I'm wearing right now on kindofunny.com slash store. Right now. Okay, that was an interesting one. You know, I, I I hear that. I understand that. It was just you. Oh, there you Kevin, looked at it. I was just looking at your eyes more than anything. Now I'm looking at your chest. Right. Your eyes are up there, your right. chest is down there. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> really what you were saying to him was I'm down here. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he was doing here. Over here, ladies and gentlemen, it's Corey Barlog. Hey, hey, director of God of War. Game over Greggy show. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is a good very one. exciting. How do you like that, huh? Yeah, That's I'm what not. happens. They were like, you, you want Corey? I was like, yeah. They didn't even ask what I wanted him for. Right. What a bunch of saps working at they PlayStation. Like, as long as you know it's not mean? Game over Greggy, then it's cool. Man. Yeah. <laughs> what we oh, my here? God. The one rule we gave you. Yeah, unbelievable. Corey, I'm so excited to have you up here. I am excited to be here. I have so many questions for you. You do. So many things. Yeah. But first, so many answers. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but first, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes three, best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can get each and every episode early, along with a bonus pre and post show. You can watch this as we record it live, so if Corey slips up and says something about God of War 2, we have it. It's too late, and we can't take it back. You can also get it as a big video pre and post show as well on Friday, along with the MP3 that doesn't have the pre and post show. And if you don't want to give us any money on patreon.com slash kind of funny, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe to get it for free the following Friday, one week later, super late. This episode is going to be super late because we're baking them for the holidays. Yeah. You know, we're getting ahead of everything. It's going to be here. a nice little Christmas present. For what people. a Christmas present for people. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Christmas presents, thank you for my Christmas present, DJ Kento, Patreon oh, producer of this episode. Don Julio Kento. Don Julio Kento is his full name we decided a while back. No, you decided that. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Don Julio. Yes. Corey Barlock. Greg Miller. It's been a duck's age since you were up here. I know, right? Last time you were up here was, I think, I believe, for the spoiler cast. We had the spoiler <laughs> cast, right? Oh, when was that? Like right after that, the game. It was like the week after well, the we, game. We game hung out. It was like May or April? The Game Awards nominee party. Well, we've hung out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was there to celebrate with him at Game Awards. Oh, all right? Yeah, so yeah, I don't even get into it. Yeah, exactly. All right? So don't, let's not you know, flex on each other. Congratulations, about how... by the way. Oh, thank you. That, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was. It was pretty. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah, all right. That was cool. Awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That's what I want to talk about. The game over, Greggy show is. You know, we each bring a topic. We all talk about it. But right, my cool. topic is you. But mm. more importantly, I want to talk about 2018 for you. 2018. Because I feel like it's rare. Some would say never. It's impossible. Because like, let's. I'm gonna do it. I know you're not gonna want to hear it. I know you're not gonna want to be. You know what I mean? Let's talk about it. Right? You Kojima'd this year. You I, you I, I you you year. went to a different level. Oh, now wow. Hideo Kojima, we can't look back and be like, oh, this is when he went from just being a, de a developer everyone respected inside the industry to a breakout cult face classic of the, face the of the industry. Truly, exactly, exactly. Truly a face of the. You went from being somebody I knew and had kissed during a God of War uh, right. live stream. Speedrun, yeah. Uh, Speedrun. Never called me. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, you would, you still won't give me yeah. your phone number. I've yeah. asked multiple times. <laughs> I don't know why you don't trust me, other than the fact that I call people on the shows Weird, all the time. Right? <laughs> you went from being somebody I think video game fans knew the name of. Yeah. They understood your pedigree. They understand the games you had worked on. They understood you were a, a big deal at Sony, right? 
to being somebody now that I see everywhere. And don't lie, you look better than ever. You oh. do, you're styling your hair all the time. You're wearing the glasses. You're wearing the cool Henleys. Like you're 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 there. You know what I mean? This there. is the year. You're like peak Corey Barlog. Peak Corey Barlog. Yeah. <laughs> this is like what it's all about. I feel right? right. Do you feel this? Do you see this? Are you too? Are you in the forest and can't see the trees? I believe I am uh, quite often too too much in the forest. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you know, life uh, outside of all this still continues on, right? You sure. still have the same stuff that you have to deal with. Uh, so I think my wife uh, is very good at making me stay down on the, the sort of like, you know, the ground level. Yeah, right? yeah. she's going to you know, bring you down a peg. Bring me down a peg. That's yeah. a, a good way to put it. Uh, in, a, in a very loving of course, way. Of course. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I'm... I'm trying to uh, appreciate it. I, I mean, I've gotten that advice from everybody saying just like appreciate the moments that you're in. But I mean, I'm, I think co- constantly sort of in a state of disbelief. Yeah. You know, like uh, if there was a camera on us when they announced the, the game of the year yeah. uh, at, at Game Awards, you would have seen me look at Shannon and go, what the fuck? And like, yeah. like I was, I was flabbergasted. Well, you told I, me that story <laughs> at, at the bar, right? Yeah. Because they actually had the camera on the Red Dead people. Yeah, yeah. Trying to fake everybody else out, right? <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. This is really good because their game was great. So I'm yeah. super excited for them, right? And Shannon was, you know, the she's always the cheerleader. She's yeah. always the one, oh, come on. This is great. We got this, right? And uh, I'm definitely the more pessimistic one there. Yeah. So it was <laughs> quite an amusingly bizarre moment. At Game Awards, did you, had you given up hope? Because early on for me, because God of War is my game of the year. I've already told you that. I've already said multiple times that I think it's my favorite game of all time. I just don't want to pass judgment too early. Uh, but Thank it was that sure. thing when it was Red Dead, Red Dead, yeah. Red Dead, voice acting or, or performance, Red right, Dead. I was like, yeah. oh God, here we go. Yeah. It's, yeah. You guys you get, get to be horizoned. horizoned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, I mean, I, I think we, we sort of had a quick interaction in the middle of it. And I was like, you know what? We did good. This was a, a great year for us. We made something fun. We're super proud of it. You know, uh, but you know, it's uh, this was something we had talked about. You know, I think in the, even in the middle of the game, we were talking about this of like, I don't want to release in the same year as Red Dead because you yeah. know it's yeah. freaking Red Dead too. It's going to be huge, uh, which is why initially when they we were in seventeen, and then they had announced Fall seventeen, I was like, we need to not be there, right? <laughs> and I was like, cool, we'll get out of there. And then what did they do? They just moved. Yeah, yeah. jerks. Uh, but. Yeah, I, I think it was just like, you know what? It's not our year. It's all good, right? Like, they still had fun. Um, so it was definitely when they, it switched. It yeah. was a big surprise for us. Uh, in fact, none of us had even heard the action-adventure one. Yeah. Oh. So it was my wife who had said, while I was going up on stage for the direction thing, she's like, wait, did they say that they won for action-adventure? Wait, we were we went here like that. We didn't hear that. Yeah, and apparently it was right before we walked in. Mm. So we were doing stuff outside, and then we were, we had to go in through a specific entrance. So we just missed, I think, the first ten minutes, and they had announced that in that time. So I'm sitting at the table with two Game Awards winners. It's pretty pretty cool. cool. Yeah, pretty right. cool. only one of us has the trophy though. Just letting you know, Heads mm. up. Jeff takes mm. a long time to mail them. You'll eventually right. They're yeah. very heavy. They, <laughs> they are, are the heaviest so things freaking heavy in the world. Yeah. No. And they take him away from you immediately when you go off stage because oh, yeah. I was like, hey, I just want to go take some pictures. I'll take some pictures of it. I'm just going to take it for a little bit. No, no, no. <laughs> they do not let you mess around with those because they have won, right? Yeah, exactly. They want to keep making one. that one. Exactly, go away exactly, through. exactly. Mm. But yeah, they're very impressive. I think it's in Weta. Didn't they build a, oh, really? a really? That sounds right. That, that makes sense. sense. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's really well put together. I was yeah. quite impressed with that. So. Yeah. Very really, excited. We really have one in your office. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going to have a little trophy case. I think that's. 
very cool uh, for the team. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, we've had such a long period of time being in the, the dark, right? Being in this closed room sure. of creating something. So to kind of feel, one, the fan reaction, sort of bolstering it, but then also the peer reaction, I think, is just amazing. Like, that's you can't really ask for anything more than that. So then when you look back now, when we're here at the end of the year, you look back at 2018, like, is there, is it night and day from when the game released? Is, or you went gold or is it not, has it, is it just a marathon? Cause you're still up here. You, you mean like a, like there's a point where it's just switches? Yeah. What your life, what your life is and what your responsibilities are. I would say the night and day switch was when I started the first press tour in February, I think. I okay. think we did that February or March where mm-hmm. I went to Europe and man, that was that was the beginning of the, if you thought developing a game was hard, it's hard to go out and talk about that game in like five countries in five days. Yeah. And then it just kind of, from that, we just kept going. And I mean, I was 100% willing. I wanted to do this. I thought, of course. you know, this is the best way to get out there and reach people. One, to show people that, you know, human beings are making these games. And I, for me, the, the games that I like and the, the movies that I like, I like to hear from the creators. I like to hear them being the ones out front talking about the things that they're working on. So I was like, we should do as much as possible, but I never realized how exhausting that is. Sure. I mean, I see you guys traveling all the time. Like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I, I, I think I just got back from Japan and then went from Japan to Seattle and then from Seattle to here. So I how just, was Japan? Japan was amazing. Oh my gosh. Like one, that all these designers that I uh, admire so much are willing to open their doors and, you know, hang out with me. Sure. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, but also, you know, I experienced about that much of Japan, uh, you know, like that much of, uh, not even Japan, Tokyo. So it's like even more specifically, a tiny fraction of that. I could probably spend a month there oh my and God. still only make it yeah. double that. Was this your first time in Japan? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so, awesome. I went for the first time a couple of months ago too. And yeah, I stayed in just Japan as well. Uh, the Tokyo. game developer, or sorry, just Tokyo as well. The game developers didn't hit me up though. Yeah, they didn't no, ever do it. No, no, yeah, no, 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 hit me up. I had to kind of like uh, <laughs> be asking other people and like get a, a little uh, sort of back channel negotiation to get in there. And you know, Kojima was super cool uh, to let me come over, and I really didn't expect anything. I was like, oh, cool, I'll get to go hang out and maybe convince him to sign my copy of Metal Gear. Yeah, uh, but actually, we hung out for like an hour and a half, and yeah. he just talked me through the game, and I was like. I was blown away because I'd never known him uh, on the development side. Like, we met many times, but it's always that, like, oh, hi, how you doing? Hey, how sure, you doing? Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's very formal. Um, but, like, listening to him talk about something and seeing that passion and, and realizing, like, oh, man, we are all so alike, right? And then talking to Miyazaki, all the fears that we have, it's everybody, man. He has the same issues. Like, all the same issues we have in development, he was bringing up these questions and asking how we deal with them. I was like, oh my gosh, that's, yes, we have the same problem. <laughs> right? I was thinking it's universal across the world. And I think that that, that sort of, I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but that feeling of, uh, of never feeling like it's done, you know, mm-hmm. that yeah. struggle of trying to help people understand, you know, I think uh, what it is you're doing um, when you're trying something that, I wouldn't necessarily say that what we did was break new ground, right? But in some ways, we broke new ground of moving away from what you're familiar with. Yeah. And that is always a difficult thing to explain. And you look at, you know, Demon Souls, trying to explain Demon Souls to other people when there wasn't a Demon Souls or a Dark Souls. I never realized that that is a challenge, right? Yeah. It's the same challenge that I think all these games, as we're trying these new things, 
are, are, are becoming increasingly more difficult of how do we explain it to each other, Yeah. right? And then, okay, the, now remove the barrier of if we talk and dev speak, it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. Now explain it to people who don't speak the same sort of dev speak, right? How would you pitch God of War then with that framework? I mean, that's where we came up with the whole, you know, uh, the Kratos and his son uh, carrying the ashes uh, of the mother to the highest mountain, you know. So it was this kind of concept of just starting with the personal story and then mm-hmm. having to start to spiderweb it out because then you have all these sort of caveats of like, okay, well, it's not a reboot, right? Because it's continuing the timeline, right? But it's reimagining the world, right? He's continuing forward. So this is Kratos, but he's much older. He's had time, right, to evaluate his decisions. And then from that, he is actually trying to make different decisions. But like all of us, you don't get it right. You fail over and over and over and over again. And this is an endearing story of of repeated failure leading to a single victory, right? However small. Do you feel... Is is you talked about how you know now it's so much hard. You, know, you underestimate how hard it is to run around and talk about the game and do all yeah. these different things. Do you feel again? I I, I know I'm going to keep pushing this narrative on you, whether you like it or not. Do you feel the Push pressure away. of the switch of again going from not the anonymous, Nintendo Switch, no, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah, Sony over the <laughs> not the not that you were anonymous before and nobody cared or anything like that, but like. Now you are, again, a face of video game development and uh, you are a face of Sony Santa Monica. And this, like you talk about, you want people to know, you want audiences to understand that people make games. Yeah. This does seem to be a tipping point year for that, right? Where yeah. people are talking about crunch and talking about layoffs and why do games need more money and how yeah. much is more Like there's a lot of eyes on you in that way now, I think, yeah. right? Where pe- you have to carry the torch and tell those stories to people do you feel that like in terms of going out you i assure you used to representing sony or santa monica or whatever but now in terms of like an industry-wide persona not until now okay good think about <laughs> it every time you get interviewed now think about it um no i mean i i definitely to me want to take a little bit of that on to be able to you know talk to people and communicate about the process of making games about how some of us outside have expectations of certain things, right? Uh, but, you know, it's very different, right? And I think for a while, perhaps we have not put the creators out front, you know? Sometimes there are certain creators that come out front. Like you said, Kojima had that sort of moment where he just became larger than everything. Yeah. But the the sort of well-known sort of game designers and directors in this is not as large. There's and there a handful. Are so, yeah, there's right? so yeah, many great. Yeah, I would say... Kojima, Ken Levine, Cliff Blazinski, Cliff Blazinski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neil yeah, Drucker, sure, sure, sure. Neil Drucker, right? <laughs> Who? Oh, Bruce Strait. No, <laughs> Neil's gonna be pissed that one. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> right. he's gonna send scathing emails. No, he'll think uh, about it and then delete it. But yeah, it's like there are so many great designers and directors throughout this industry that I think need to be the ones out there speaking to their games. You know, and it is, I, I do think it is a little bit of responsibility, a responsibility we all bear because I want to see this community in this industry grow, right? But grow in that positive way, that way of we're expanding sort of the the reach and, uh, you know, mix of creative thought. 
right? That it yeah. is not just, oh, everybody's making the same type of game. We have so many amazing games this year alone. Sure. Right? This year alone is absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. with how much stuff comes out. I don't know how anybody can keep up with all of it. At the same time, I'm literally playing the beginning of a lot of different games. <laughs> uh, so it's the embarrassment of riches. Yeah. But at the same time, so much goes into that. Yeah. Right? Like, we release a game, and like four days later, there's another big game hype starting up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that game's going to release a week after that. So, yeah, I think... The more we can start having the people who create these things come out and be the ones to talk about it, because they have the passion. Something that I really appreciate about you, that I feel this year kind of added on top of, of course, you guys made God of War, and of course, that's all awesome, but I feel like you really came out into the public when it comes to being on shows like this, or being on Easy Allies, or doing stuff with with Alana and them back when she was at IGN. It's like... A lot of developers do that, but the way that you do it's different because it's like you just talk about your interests. You know, it's not just about we're talking about the game. Yeah, yeah. You you're a real person on Twitter. You know, you interact with people on a daily basis. Like you you retweet things, you like things, you reply, and it's like you're a a person. You know, and it's like that that is rare. I yeah. would say no, no, totally, totally, yeah. This is a surreal conversation. Yeah, it's weird to talk about right? yourself and how you're you're, how you're doing things. You're a person, and that's a rare thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's but you're, I mean, yeah, but you know way. what we mean. Like you, yeah. you have opinions, and and I'm yeah. not saying other people don't, but a lot of people are more guarded with that, yeah. or very on, uh, not brand, but on topic of like I'm here to talk about my game. We're talking about this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, I don't know. I guess I just my own school of thought is this idea that. Hey, you're just talking to people. Sure. And this idea of just staying on the message. To me, I don't like watching that anyway. I like watching the people who are actually going to sit there and tell a little bit about themselves, give a, give a little bit of insight into who the person is. Because they're all, you know, everybody coming out and trying to be the same person. Yeah. Not fun, right? But the, <laughs> an industry filled with sort of the differing, not only opinions, but just personality types yeah. of people. You get to see like, wow, these are interesting creatives, mm-hmm. right? Well, thank you. thank you for that. That's a wonderful wonder it's, it's I've been thinking it for a long time because like it's funny because I knew you, you were coming. We didn't know what show you were going to do or whatever. And I was uh, just telling Greg this morning that I was in the shower yesterday thinking about it. And I was like, what show is he going to be on? He was yeah, thinking about me in the shower. That's what I do. But I really, I had this moment where separately we both came to the conclusion of like 2018 really was your year where it's like you are now on that list of names of, of game devs that are like faces of the industry and I was really trying to think. I was like, it's more than just the game, though. There's, there's, it's more, and I really feel like it is the social presence and just you being as genuine and real as you are talking to people. And it's like, it's so cool because we interview so many people, but there's something special about you. Oh, and I really like that. That's so sweet. Thank you. And there's something special about you that we love, I'm sure, is what drives Sony PR so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they don't like all the things we're complimenting him on. I'm sure they're like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, that Twitter feed, right? Yeah, right. That's, that's the thing that happens. Heart attack fuel, man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. how we roll. I was actually, like, when uh, Duncan Jones came into the studio and we were hanging out, uh, one of the questions... He asked me, we're just all over the map on the different subjects. And he was like, how does your wife feel about Twitter? And I was like, oh, that's really interesting because Twitter is a supercharged subject in our house. Right? Oh, really? Very charged, right? Uh, because, you know, there's the, there's that sense of like, all right, well, you're spending a lot of time on, on, on this and you need to be spending time with us, right? And I'm trying to find that balance. But, you know, I really do like interacting with people about this stuff. And, and to me, it's... I don't know. I, I guess I always feel like it's fleeting and timely, meaning like it's going to go away. Like I'm going to close my eyes and then it's going to go away and it'll all be gone. And I wouldn't have taken advantage of the moment and enjoyed it and been able to interact with so many people, right? Which is why I'm in, enduring flights all over the world because I want to hang out with these people who enjoy the work that we do. It's it's so inspiring. It's so exciting, right? But uh, 
I, I was like, so wait, how does your wife? She's like, she hates it. Right? I was like, yeah, my wife hates it too. Like, and, and so, so much so that she got on Twitter oh God. so that we could then have conversations. So you see every <laughs> once in a while. That's funny. And she's saying that. She's like, she's sending a tweet when I'm sitting next to her on, on the couch. Uh, and I'm like, look, you can just say something. She's like, I'm just making a point. <laughs> right? And I was like, look, I'm just, I, I, I'm right here. Right? All right, I'll put the phone down. Right? But so. Now, so is she starting to get it, though, now? Because I saw uh, coming off that Game Awards, a lot of people tweeting at her. Yeah. Like, it was great hanging out with you. Yeah, <laughs> Corey's yeah. fine, whatever. But I like seeing yeah, you. Yeah, she's making all the friends now. Her yeah, and Alana, exactly. Her and Alana are going to go off to Europe together and hang out. So, yeah, she's having, she's having a, a good time with it. But I think yeah, it seems to be, I think, that uh, sense of in order to... I'm, I guess, maybe an overdoer, a perfectionist type of person. So if I'm taking on that, I'm like, I'm going to go crazy with this thing. Yeah. Uh, I think that in the beginning, I was uh, flying to New York with, with Chris and Danielle. And we were waiting for the flight. And I was saying, I don't know how you guys do Twitter. It's just so overwhelming to try to respond to all this stuff. And they're like, you're not supposed to respond to all this stuff. I'm like, really? But why do it then if you don't respond to everything? And she's like, I think you're going to pass out if you try to do it. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, I haven't really figured this thing out or mastered it very well. Well, I mean, I think it's part one of the reasons, yeah, that it's been your year is the fact that you get all of this and you get 2018 where the conversation is and the relationship is between developers and players in a way that not other people don't get but maybe don't want to engage with right it is it i can only imagine like this is fun and we love making the shows and talking to the best friends and doing all that stuff but then the communication and the relationship is part of the job so that's why of course i'm always stoked to go on twitter and go on reddit and comment comment on a thread or be a part of this or send an email but to go work on a game and lead a team and do these things and then come home and, you know, be a husband, be a father, then to go off to do all these different things. But then to add on top of that, still trying to keep that relationship between you and the player going in a different way, but in a way that's as important, if not, or probably just as important, not more important than the game itself. But you know what I mean? Right, in terms yeah, of, yeah. It's a, you're, you're juggling a lot of stuff. It is. It is a lot. I think for me, the thing that makes it worth it is I imagine when I was younger, and I had, you know, these directors that I admired. Like, to feel like I would have a connection. Sure. To say, I just saw Raiders of the Lost Ark, Steven Spielberg, I thought your movie was amazing. To have him, like, like that, right? Or, or say thanks to me, personally, would have meant so much, right? 100%. That sense of feeling like I was connected to these people that I thought had created something that moved me. Right. Right. And I thought, oh, this is, to me, that's such a cool thing yeah. to be a part of. Because 100%. who knows? One of those people might be the future Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann is a guy that, that did the uh, game called Last of Us. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh, the guy with the big bushy beard. Right. Why, uh, Vandal Savage from right. the DC show. Yeah, of course. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My apologies. Did you say Vandal Savage? Yeah, yeah. Do you see this a while back? When they watched Le- DC Legends of Tomorrow, the ma- the bad guy looked just like Neil Druckmann. And so, oh so people good. tweeted him multiple times every, not being mean, right. but just that thing like, Hey, do you know this guy looks like you? And finally he'd be like, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> you know, I'm he, aware. Doesn't, he doesn't tweet that much of beard. Dear everyone. Like, I'm aware right. that I look like this guy. Everybody. I get it. No you more tweets. So telling this. me, please. Right. It's okay. It's okay. Have you been able to... There he is. This is Vandal Savage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like the that's like the the cleaned up. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a cleaned up. Yeah, right. met, uh, and the thing multiverse. is, Neil has a staff just like. That. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been able to to watch many movies this year? Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, we, we my my wife and I unwind actually watching shows, right? So I think that's what we end up doing, and it usually is just watching like you know bubblegum comedy stuff that sure. just is not engaging. 
that much of, of our brain because we're both so tired. Uh, but man, I'm trying to remember. Like, uh, watching a movie is a big deal in yeah, our house, right? Because most movies are over two hours. Our son finally gets to bed around 8 to 9 p.m. So that means we will not finish the movie in one sitting. And I am an advocate. I cannot watch a movie in multiple sittings. Oh, yeah. I can't I'm halfway do through it. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Can't wait tonight to find out what happens. Really? Thanks to you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I've yeah. seen it before, but But like I I mean if I've watched a movie before, I'm okay, but watching it for the first time and then saying like, Oh, we're gonna stop in the middle and then go to bed and then the next day I gotta wait all day to watch the second half. I just can't no, do I it. it. I right? It. Yeah. Like that when we watched Gravity together, we never finished that last fifteen minutes. And it drives me bananas. But who wants to watch the last 15 minutes of a movie? Like, like, like yeah. you've already watched the whole thing, right? Yeah. So that that is a tough thing, right? Like, I wish we had more time to actually... And we never really get to go to the theater, right? Sure. Uh, we don't have the... Very good with babysitters, so... My question, because I, I need you to give me a little bit of a refresher on Corey Barlog 101, okay. but then give me the updated version, too, is... How much this year have you been together with them? Because they were, before, leading up to the launch of God of War, right? They were somewhere f- uh, across the globe. They were in Sweden. For yeah. how long were they there? Six months. See, and then like you guys got back together, and I was like, oh, great. They're just going to be together. And then, no, you're still just, oh, hey, I'm here for the Game Awards thing. Oh, I'm here for this thing. I see yeah. you shooting around doing all this stuff. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a pretty crazy year. I mean, we had issues with the house, which were affecting Termites? her health, uh, mold. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to do all that work. I mean, they have to turn the house into like the freaking end of ET with all the tents and sure, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. So they were gone during the entire like saga of this. But were that you saga, living, were you living it all by yourself? I was in living it all house? by myself. Oh wow! Living in my son's room. Uh, all of our furniture was in our kitchen, so I had no access to the kitchen. Uh, the rest of the house was tented off, uh, and all of our you know furniture from the closet was in our bedroom. So I could only stay in my son's room, and it was like that for probably four months. Like it was and two months to get everything set up. No yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah. And it was at the time when I was God. like finishing the game. So I was, I was so stressed out. Like there's so much like agitation that comes from being under that kind of stress. Uh, but fortunately, as we get near the end of the game, the reliance is more on the, the sort of leads on the team. You know, there's sure. some, several that you, you know, they, they sort of take up the torch and it is about finaling things. It is about getting all the, the very specific details in order, which I'm more of a distraction during that period of time because I don't want to change these things mm. and add chaos You're to just the walking elements. around looking over shoulders. Right. I'm just, uh, what are you doing here? So there, there is definitely that time where everyone's glad that I'm getting out, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we did not, we did not have a lot of the year together. Uh, and now... The, uh, since we shipped, I have been able to be on a break with them. Yeah, spent a lot of time, did a few trips together, uh, and you know, just trying to enjoy our time. Sure, right? I think that is a a really good thing. But they understand like these kind of trips, right? Like you're shooting up, doing a little bit. Of, like, yeah, that. even though I don't understand why you're right. here, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing in all these different places. I don't know. What you're they, doing. I mean, they understand. Like you know, my son, I think is not as aware. Right? Sure, because to him. Me leaving means he gets a plane when I come back. Oh, so like each time cool. I come back, I get him one of these little planes uh, oh. from different places. So to him, he's just stoked he's getting back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So like, Daddy, go away more. Loving it. Uh, she's a little bit less happy with that. But you know, Have the you last tried week, giving her a plane. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Yeah, 
<laughs> I think she got two lizards recently. <laughs> oh, okay. She's like, it's funny. She's super into all the things that are sort of traditionally, like guys like to play with uh, uh, bugs and, and lizards and stuff like that. I don't like that stuff at all. No, I mean, she yeah. is she is representing the, the sort of male role model for him. Good. Okay, right? good. So I think that's very good. You're not there. She's taking on all of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, she's any, got it all. Any role in the house. She's she like, is, oh, that's what she I She has the, 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 the most difficult job. Mine is just talking, right? But <laughs> yeah. hers is dealing with a very uh, contentious six-year-old who has <laughs> got the stubbornness of both of us. She's extremely stubborn, and I'm extremely stubborn. So it's like that double stubborn. She, he's like the Incredible Hulk of stubbornness. Okay. Right? Like, it is it is surreal. Like, he will not budge. Uh, the more uh, you try to did. stop him, the more stubborn yeah, he gets. Yeah, yeah. We just, uh, at this point, there's so many points we just give up. Fine. Fine, don't eat it then. Right? <laughs> I don't care. Right? And then once he realizes we've given up, he's like, well, I'm not going to win anything, so I guess I'll just eat it. <laughs> the only way to win is by not playing. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's, I hope he doesn't figure out that he shouldn't watch this. <laughs> no, no. Then he's no, going to figure me. out how I'm totally gaming him on that system. <laughs> it's not good. It's all a joke, you though. No, I, it's... I, I feel like I, it's got to be this weird struggle for your wife and for uh, your son, but more for your wife because she's cognizant of everything that's happening. Of right, like this, like you were talking about earlier, is a moment in time. Yeah. Like right, while well, you got to ride this wave while you can, because next year there will be other games that come out and that all happens, and you start working on something, I assume, and do something else, right. and have to go back into blackout. To or I'll extent. say something dumb. Yeah, well, we all know me. that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean dumb? Like, oh, I see. Right, right. I thought you meant dumb, like slip uh, up on something, not right. dumb, like. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I don't like these people. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what he meant. I'm reading between the lines. Right. Right. When's the next time that you think you're going to play through God of War? Ooh. You know, I have been meaning to do a sort of let's play where I'll play through the whole thing and talk about stories of oh the, oh my the development. God. Uh, and... I have a whole setup. I was going to say copyright, kind of funny, copyright, kind of funny. We want that content. content. I have a whole setup at home that I was preparing to do this, right? And not thinking through the problem, I was like, all right, I was getting all the, I was focusing so hard on like the technological aspects. I got the camera and the microphone. He already had the the blue apron sponsorship, the audible sponsorship. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Only to realize I don't have an office with a door. I have a loft above our house, and my son is always there. Mm. So there's literally no way, unless he's involved in the last play, that it's going to happen. Boy. So I was like, all right, you know what? You know, I I don't really want him watching the the, the game, and I was like, maybe we have to figure out a way to embrace that because I don't think I'm going to be able to get through any stretches without him being involved in that. But I would love to do that uh, because I haven't since we finished, since my last sort of complete playthrough for tuning and balancing and kind of checking I have not. So you don't even have the platinum through. trophy. I do not. Wow. Like I, I have not. Well, I did the stuff oh, I to platinum War more than before you. the platinum doesn't trophy. Count, doesn't count. <laughs> so I was I platinum before platinum was even a thing. Nah, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. how it works. That's how platinum trophy. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I am the platinum trophy. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're so f- far removed from right. it, do you regret? It's not doing DLC? Do you, are, are you still... I, 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 when you were here for the spoiler cast, I talked about it where back then I was like, I hope you don't. I think it's perfect how no, it is. Yeah. So on and so forth. I assume that's still where we're at. Ooh, that's I'm not try- I'm that's giving a, you the out because no, I don't want to catch you. You're giving me the, not, the, giving me the answer anybody. to the question. Well, yeah. look, I, I had a really f- fun idea for a DLC that I only regret because I would love to have done that. 
but it was you know it was too ambitious in the yeah. sense that it was like uh it was like a a, a left behind it was like mm. a lost legacy kind of thing gotcha. it would end up being its own thing right and and rightfully so everybody had said like dude this is crazy this isn't dlc this is a little too big um but i still feel really good about the idea that what we released is everything right the only things that irked me was not having photo mode and new game plus sure uh on the original release but it was a choice between cutting them forever or just releasing them shortly after yeah. as kind of the free content. So I would have loved to have made all that stuff, but that balance between here's all the bugs you need to fix, here's what we need to do here. I can take all these people and we can fix all these bugs. You just won't get these things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, stable game. Sure. Always. You know, even though you can add patches, still, the more stable we can get it immediately, the better, right? Yeah. And that's a point of pride, I think, for me as well as our our sort of entire studio of releasing something that we feel is the the most stable that we can get it right uh it's maddening and it's very difficult and honestly you're never going to get it perfect that's the thing is that uh, you know a lot of people will find a bug or something and how does testing miss this and you know the it's huge these games are massive and i think our game is still a fraction of a game like Red Dead, you know, and you're looking at something like that and you're going like, I just don't, I can't even imagine, Mm. can't even imagine testing something like that, where it's like you've got 70 hours before you get to a a specific event. It's maddening. (laughs) Crazy. So my other question then, because we, we, whenever we catch up, we just catch up for funsies. Funsies. This is a, this is a fun businessy funsie mix up, right? When you were here last time, you had us blowing a whole bunch of smoke, right? Like how much amazing it was, how we loved it and all this stuff. All that's true. We still feel that way. Don't worry. Spoiler cast was great. Have you... Talk to me about what it's been like now to live with the player reaction. I think it's a different thing to come up here and we've played it. And I think it was it... Right after review embargo, the game wasn't out out yet. It it wasn't in the wild. Yeah, yeah, So like now that it's been in the wild, like what is surprised you or caught you off guard? What What are the reactions from fans that stand out to you? Oh, wow. There have been a, a bunch of these reactions. I mean, there's one story. Uh, the uh, We were at the PAX What's Good Games Party. Oh, I've heard that, of it. That one at the bar. Yeah. Uh, right? And this guy came up to me and was like, hey, you, you made God of War, right? Uh, he's like, I'm sorry. I don't want to take up a lot of your time, but I just have to say, like, I played the game. I, I, I haven't played, you know, the other games that much, uh, but... You know, this one interested me. Uh, so sat down and played the game. And when I got to the end of the game, you know, I've been estranged from my father for like 20 years. Haven't talked to him, right? And this game made me understand a little bit about what he might have been going through. It made me want to call him, yeah. right? And I was like, wow, that's, wow. I'm like, so you did? Yeah. He's like, I called him. I'm like, do you still talk to him? He's like, we talk every week. Wow. Right? And I, th- I think to me... There is literally no higher praise or compliment you could ever get for anything that you can do uh, than it actually helped fix something that was broken. Sure. Right? And I don't necessarily think that we are responsible for that. We are a part of that because it woke something up, I think, in him. Right? But it gave him a, a different viewpoint. And I think that's what's so amazing about what all of us do. All of us in the the sort of field of creating things, we offer our own unique lens of the world for other people to view, right? And it doesn't necessarily need to connect with everybody, but those people that it connects with, there are fractions of those people 
that it really connects with, that it wakes something up inside of them. It makes them see the world in a way that they've never seen it before, right? And it can change. It can cause such amazing change. Mm. And to, I, I mean, so much of this game is about the openness to change, the idea that, that, that we could change for the better, the idea that, that change is very hard. And I think, man, how amazing is it to be part of something like that? To me, that was that was that was awesome. And I mean, yeah. we've gotten, you know, emails similar to that. Somebody posted on Reddit, I think, uh, an amazing story, very similar to this, uh, that so was cool. just so moving to hear about how much they had carried for their life of this resentment towards their father, right, and that they couldn't understand why he was that way, and then playing this gave them a little bit of insight to see like you know what he must have been going through some shit too mm. right mm. and that i maybe was only focused on the one side it doesn't you know forgive every single situation but it does help you see something you know i was having a really long back and forth on twitter recently with somebody who sort of shouted at me to keep politics out of games you know and don't we don't want to lose oh, you to that yeah, yeah, yeah and and you know, I, it was a great conversation. This guy like had sort of just made a comment, and I was like, oh, I don't understand. And then we talked for the entire day. I was actually sick, so I'm <laughs> at home, you know, sitting in bed, and I'm like, all right, well, I can have this conversation. One, it was awesome that he was continuing to, to have the conversation, and neither of us yelled at each other. We nobody blocked kept, each other. Yeah, nobody, nobody blocked each other. Yeah. Nobody did anything. It was just two people exchanging ideas and trying to understand each other's viewpoint, you know, and me trying to at least express that, when you tell other people they're not allowed to talk about something, that is the human experience for us all, right? Uh, politics is, is for everyone, right? It doesn't mean that everyone needs to sit there and talk about it, but it isn't something that says, oh, well, you're educated in that or you're an expert in politics, right? Because everybody can talk about games. You don't have to make games to talk about games. That's the beautiful part about any of this sort of human experience is that we can continue to communicate and offer different viewpoints right and that no one's trying to make you think a certain way they're simply saying hey this is how i see the world yeah and if you can accept that take that in and go cool i don't see it that way but wow i got a little bit of information on that i see things differently it doesn't change me it makes me better that i've gathered just a little bit more information on top that's what I'm talking about. I'm so happy we the got The year of Corey Barlock. You know I what love I mean? it. He can come out. He can say that. Mm -hmm. He can go be on a Jared Petty weird Superman panel. For, he, he can <laughs> oh, go so accept great. a game award. Yeah. That was, I, I love that panel so much. And see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, do you, I, I, again, this is your year. This has been your year, Corey Barlock, because you embrace the moment and you take these opportunities and you're you're doing everything you can to not, and I, it makes it sound like you're scheming like Tim. Yeah, I'm saying you embrace every moment <laughs> and get out there because you want to and you want right. to you want to be a part of those moments, like your chance and this right. is the thing and like you like you're saying because they let me. I think that's honestly the like the phrase for me this year is like because they let me. I feel like everybody's just letting the the kid run in the candy store and I keep am uh, keep being more surprised that I'm like oh you're gonna let me do that oh rad right like you're gonna let me go hang out with Kojima awesome right yeah, like, so I just, cool. like every time it's just me testing the limits of like oh I could do that too that's so great uh, because you know 10 year old me would be absolutely loving the the you know what I feel like 50 year old me but it's actually 43 year old me <laughs> is actually doing right and I think everything is fleeting everything 
well, you know, nothing lasts forever. So I'm going to make sure that I enjoy every bit of this, right? Because yeah. I don't know how long it's going to last. So then what are your New Year's resolutions? What do you want out of 2019? It doesn't Ooh. have to be gaming stuff. Well, 2019, man, it's going to be even... I have a feeling that 2019 is going to be a better year for games than 2018, and I already was like, man, this is, how, can I, yeah. how can it get any better? But Crazy. looking at what is I mean, coming out next year... I was going to say, you got a point, too, because this year they didn't release Patapon 2 on oh, PS4, yeah, yeah, so right. it only can get better next year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Stop hiding it from ah! the shoe. <laughs> Stop hiding it Release Patapon 2, cowards! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to be uh, obviously better at being a, a husband and a father. That's a big one. Sure. Right? Get a better balance in my life uh, for them. Uh, I am definitely needing to get a breakthrough on what I'm working on right now. Uh, you know, get out of this, this weird thing. Like, when I finished God of War 2, uh, it took me about a year and a half to really creatively get back into the swing of things because I feel like you just put everything into it it's like really God of War 2 and then I worked on 3 a little bit and then when I stopped it was really a year and a half before I mm. fully mm. got back in the swing so I'm bouncing back a little bit faster this time but okay. I feel like I still got a bit of a creative fog in my head part of it is maybe I'm still just riding on the cloud right I was going to say it's part of it you, a little bit and, of that and this isn't a bad thing because I just complimented you on it but is it holding on to God of War so tight right now because you're still you're here talking about it right and I'm sure yeah. anywhere you go even when it is random stuff you're going to talk about that yeah, and, yeah. and like be as we wrap up the year remember that experience and do all these things yeah but I think yeah there's a little bit of that that's, yeah. that's for sure uh, but I think it also is just that sense of I feel like everybody on the team you know ran a tank empty yeah. We all, yeah. there wasn't a, a single bit of fuel left in the tank for anybody. So coming back from that, it's like when you drain your phone completely. Yeah. And it takes like it takes a, a couple of minutes before charge. it'll even <laughs> come back on and, and yeah. power on. And I think it's the same sort of analogy is that I'm uh, I'm still waiting for that initial charge to give me the screen to pop up You're so that I can actually do preaching something. the choir. That right. Kind of funny. I mean, you, guys are, you guys are all always on. Right yeah. Right? yeah so it's really facing like every, now more than ever. Every year you get, we get to December and yes, we're on empty and it's like, but we're almost there and the finish line's there. Tossing the showcase into the mix stressed everyone out way beyond the normalcy. And then I was so naive in thinking that once we got on the other side of the showcase, things would reset to a little bit of normal <laughs> and then we would get ready for the January 4th stream. Right? right. And like this week's the best example of it where, uh, you know, you, historically we take these last two weeks of December off and then we come back that first week of January yep. for the stream. Uh, this year we were looking at it the way the stream fell for our fourth anniversary on January 4th is a Friday mm. and so it's weird we don't want to we need that week to prep content and stuff for the fourth and do different things so we can and we also never like coming back early if, if we're gonna do it on the fifth or the fourth or whatever yep. so then it was like well we can't be gone for three full weeks so we'll do this week the week you're recording with us right now yep. and it was like it'll be a skeleton crew it'll just be the morning shows and, it, and that's what I told Jen like you're talking about your news resolution to being a better husband like for me for sure because I had been a garbage husband leading up to the showcase because I was coming home exhausted, not being able to, she had to carry the load and take care of everything. And, you know, yeah, but you guys had probably the, the, the sweetest moment of 2018 on Twitter. The fact that you were 
holding on to oh. pinkies. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that entire time, that was fantastic. That was such a sweet. Of course, thing. no, and that's the thing. I was is, part of the moment too. Okay. Were you there? I was were you the, the one taking the phone? Taking the phone? <laughs> <laughs> he was talking to me. That's right. It was like he was on the phone exactly. with you yeah. talking about the show. And, and no, totally. And that's the thing is like it's a part. It's a partnership. And yep. Jane gets real mad when I say I was, I've been a bad husband lately or a, a bad partner. But it's what I feel, right? Yeah. And so then it was that I had already started selling this as a skeleton week, and then for us both to look at the calendar last week. It was like, oh no, this week's just as bad, if not worse, than the rest of. And it's probably worse, not because of the workload, but because of the way I pitched it and the way yeah. I thought what I I thought I was getting. It's not even like I was like duping her. I duped yep. myself, and I came in, and it's been bad. And <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been rough. I definitely fe- don't remember a time that I've ever felt like I've been running on this low gas for this long. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it, it literally is like driving a car when, and we've all been there when the the gas lights on. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can go two more days right, back yeah, and forth from work to, to do this, but like I'm like a week after, and I'm like, oh man, I really should uh, should do something about this. Yeah, <laughs> January fourth's coming up fast on that horizon. You yeah, know what I mean, and there's every, a lot every, going every on. little thing we need to get done. Do and you get feel ready. that happens often where you 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 sell something? as oh don't worry it's gonna be i feel like that's all i end up doing oh, for, like for, i do it at work all the time and i'm aware of it mm-hmm. and and sometimes uh uh santa monica studios if you're watching earmuffs uh sometimes i'm totally <laughs> lying and i'm just trying to convince people to push through something <laughs> right oh don't worry yeah, it's no big deal sometimes i'm not aware of the scale or scope of something yeah. like that yeah. but i always end up putting my foot in my mouth with, with my wife of like, oh, don't worry, it's only this or it's only that, right? And it's never, no. only, it's never yeah. only any of those things. So then it's like, it makes it worse that you promised something yep. yeah. and then you have to, to go back on that. Yeah. No, 100%. That's the kind of funny way as well. Absolutely. That's especially the kind of funny me, way. Especially me. I'm usually the one who's like, it's not a big deal. We'll do that fine. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm always the one that's looking at it. I'm like, Craig, I don't know. But then the moment he's like, we're going to, we can do it. I'm like, you're, we can, I know we can do it. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Okay. We're doing yeah, it. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, oh yeah. man. Why are we do it? Why are we doing it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, like, you know, it's similar, you know, and how successful you've been with this game. It's the reason we've been able to be so successful, right? Is that we do push each other and we do push the whole thing. And, for better or worse, I think for better. You know what I mean? I definitely think it wears us down, and we do decisions we regret. But right. I wouldn't have not done the showcase. I, I, feel w- like I wouldn't not do everything we're doing on the fourth, even though we're dying. And right. I think the showcase and what we're about to do on the fourth are perfect examples of us still riding the wave. Yeah. It's like you know we left IGN, and I feel like that that was our big moment, and like it never stopped. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're still yeah. in the cloud, and yeah. it's like, yeah. and that's uh, you know that's dangerous. your thing too. Is like you that can still be for you too, right? Like you know, it's maintaining the agility. I think that. It's interesting because not only within the social sphere, but within the, the creative sphere, like when you're doing something, it is maintaining that agility to say, oh, something's switching here. Like, yeah. Oh, that's, you know what? That's actually, it, it is like you're actually writing multiple ways. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. And it's just you're knowing like that right moment to point. hop from one to the other. And it seems to be consistent throughout all of these things. It's just being conscious and being sort of aware and agile enough and willing to sort of change, you know, to say like, yeah. hey, somebody made an announcement that they're not doing PSX. We should totally do a giant showcase yeah, yeah. on a whim. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally <laughs> worth it. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Most work we've ever put into something, and it, it, it was killing us because it was in addition to all the other stuff that we've already been doing, but then it's like, now I'm looking at it, and immediately right. for us, it's like, okay, so are we doing another one? Like, what, yeah, what's the next plan? You know, it's just was like, there a point where you guys looked over at Greg and said, what did you get us into? No, I not mean, seriously. We, we've, we've now yeah. kind of said this a million times, but all of us are kind of funny, have different styles, right? We're all different people. I feel like with, with me and Greg in particular, we hype each other up with these type of ideas. Of It's like there's that first barometer pitch of what if I told you this? Right. And you get that reaction, and then the other one will be like, 
okay, but what about this twist to it? And right. it's from then it's off to the races because then it's just like, I, I always have been saying this at the showcase and we've been talking about it a lot, but I feel like it was never a question of how do we do this? It was always a, how long is it going to take to do this? What's right. our plan? What are we, what are we doing? It's like, we knew what we had to do. It was just getting it done right. and like scheduling it all out. That was what was hard work, but it yeah. was never a question. Yeah. You know, it's a good feeling. That yeah. is a good feeling. Yeah. That is when you know you have the right sort of collaboration is that you're able to kind of one pitch each other ideas, knowing that either the response from them is going to be yes and add to that or even like, oh, no, that doesn't work. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Can tell you why you can yeah. almost very quickly see that when you guys are. And I think uh, to add another factor to it, like adding Nick to the equation, like Nick more often than not doesn't get it. <laughs> You know, whatever, whatever idea we have, and, and, and he's, he's, he's always he's always the one that's. No, no, but he, he's always the one. He's like, I, I don't know, guys. Like this sounds like way too much. This sounds too ambitious. This sounds whatever, and it's not coming from a, a bad place. It's coming from a realistic place because right. he's right. Look at us now. We are exhausted, but I like that because it gives us, I feel, the added challenge to sell him on it. Yeah. And in my opinion, I, I always have felt this way. I, it reminds me of being at IGN and like how I would deal with my bosses, who ironically was Nick at the time. Uh, but I would always make the argument to myself that if I can't convince them it's a good idea, probably not. it's not yeah, a good exactly. idea. Yeah. Like I, if, if, uh, if I can't find the right way to explain why this is worth doing, it's not worth doing. He's intellectually challenging you and forcing you to dig deep. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I think to a, certain, to a certain degree, I, 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 I definitely like that as well. But it's always hard if you get the resistor and you're like, but I actually know this is good. Yep. Right. But I think having the right people around you, because I have the same thing where it's that core group. There's, you know, a couple people that as long as I can get them on board, I feel solid that I have a decent idea. But if I don't have the buy-in from them, I realize like mm, something's mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, either the way I'm presenting it, either the core idea, right? Uh, and then there's the flying leap ones where there's just a few things that nobody likes, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you need those. I don't care, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking back, like I was talking about, it, uh, you talked about all these great stories from the fan reaction stuff. What criticisms have caught you off guard? Like Ooh. what are stuck with you? Uh, I mean, the the troll and the boss stuff. The, the it's the stuff that's right on, right? The the things that right, just was mm -hmm. like, hey, the the trolls were there was too many in there. Right? Ah, we, okay. The trolls felt copy and pasted, and it was like uh, it, to a These degree. The, dudes, the giant dudes with yeah, the big things. That's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. To a degree, they are one hundred percent right. Like I made bad decisions leading up to that. Of you know, we if we had put a normal health bar and they seem like regular enemies. Just like, you know, they, nobody said there was too many uh, mm, Draugr in the game, yeah. right? Because the Draugr were just a bunch of enemies, but we made the foolish decision, and I sort of really made the foolish decision of, oh, well, the boss health bar looks really good, and the trolls are too tall, and we don't want this health bar on his foot, right? And we don't want it moving <laughs> up and down on the screen because it was distracting. So we said, sure, we'll put the boss health bar, and then we can name the trolls and the story that I had written for the trolls. I was like, I was so excited about this. And it was just a... a cascading series of bad decisions, right? That led up to this expectation of, oh, that's a boss, right? Because in E3 2016, <laughs> I actually pointed out every interview, by the way, this giant creature is a giant creature. It's not a boss, yeah, right? Uh, and what did we do? We proceeded to put boss health bars on it uh, and thinking nobody would read into that. Dummy. Uh, and, <laughs> and they did, and that was bad. And, you know, then it just leads to the idea that 
the number of bosses. You know, the bosses were these things that were the first to go as I started to have scope throughout the game. Sure. Right? Uh, because they're, you know, 30 people a year and a half to do one boss. Right? Uh, it's such an investment and it's so time consuming and, you know, mind share stealing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to try to, because you try to, if we're doing all the bosses at the same time, it's, it's impossible. So we're having to sort of stagger it throughout and start certain bosses at certain times. Uh, and I think we had about three or four more in the game uh, than we ended up with that we had to just kind of eject throughout. And each one was like, oh, this is a bummer. And I just sort of slowly got myself feeling okay about it until we had to do it again. Uh, and I was like, oh man, I just feel like I can't get rid of any of these. So we had to really make these other ones very big. Uh, but yeah, I think if I were to go back, I really, really wish I could have figured out a way to do that. That way I would have taken off the stress of the trolls were cool. They were fun enemies. They weren't bosses, but are bad on that one. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, the ones that take me off guard are the people that play it and still say, you know, you've ruined it or like you mm. took away, like when people say, oh, Kratos was so much tougher, right? Uh, than he was before. And I was like, Really? Like, I actually think he's tougher now than he's ever been, right? Like, uh, because he was one-sided. He was one-dimensional. Yeah. Just, he was focused on one aspect of his existence, which was vengeance uh, and, and violence, as opposed to realizing that he has an entire spectrum to experience that he's not good at, right? That he has to figure out because his own sanity is sort of related to that. It's dependent upon that. So, yeah, those ones, uh, there's still some people that... That, that every once in a while will hashtag not my god award. Yeah, ha- yeah, and, uh, and again, you know, like the that's fine. I think it's there. Yeah, you you right. made out pretty okay. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone made out all right on that one. Uh, a really cool story that happened to me recently is my best friend played through the game finally, and uh, it was an interesting thing because he is a very bro gamer. Like, doesn't really play games anymore currently. Like, he gave up probably around the PS2 era. He's a big Halo guy, big Madden guy, big Call of Duty, like, all that stuff. And not that there's anything wrong with any of that, but huge God of War 1, 2, and 3 guy. Yeah. Um, And I, every once in a while, be like, you gotta play this game. And Breath of the Wild was one of those games. And I told him, like, dude, you gotta play it. But eventually got too hyped up. So when he finally did play, he was like, it's fine. It's fine. When it came to God of War, it took him too long to play, because I think it was like, he he beat it last month. Oh wow! I was so worried. I was like, dude, like you're gonna try to be like Mr. Cool Guy to me about this, and you're gonna find some reasons to hate on this. I give it to him, and he he plays. The first night he calls me, and he was just like, dude, like it's very different than the other God of Wars. I don't know. And I was just like, just just keep going. Give it a little more time. And then he called me the next morning. He's like, I was up until like 5 a.m. playing nice. this game. And he's like, I. And then eventually when he beat it, the thing that stuck with me he was like, I didn't know video games could be like this. And I was like, that's oh, wow. awesome. And he's just like this. He's like, I, I really feel like I want to go back now and look at all the PS4 games I, I've missed out on or like those generations. He's never played Uncharted. He's never played Last oh. of Us. And I'm like, Uncharted 4. There's so much out there yeah. for you for you to now play that you've just missed out on because yeah. you didn't think video games could do this. You that's know? awesome. It's, oh, that, I, I'm that, super, super happy. That is it. such high praise, I think, to have people feel like, wow, you know, at some point, it felt like we weren't allowed to do it. There was a lot of people saying, why are you doing this, right? There's still people saying, why do we have to have stories in games, right? And we don't. We don't have to. But we do, right? And we have games that don't have stories. And that's okay, too. Those games are also great. Like, we don't have to do anything. But we also don't have to say, remove it because we don't like that. Just play something else, right? Like, 
but being able to actually go in and do stories that have a meaningful impact, right? Mm-hmm. That that do a little bit more than just you know, like you know, Rockstar's story is operating on a level so far above what they've done in the past, right? Uh, Red Dead Two, yeah. like that's amazing, right? And I feel. I don't know if it is sort of the general public or if it is just developers in general that have kind of given ourselves the okay, but it does feel like even at the highest levels of the biggest companies, they're looking for these things that mean something more, right? That they can understand that what we're doing now is not just blowing stuff up and pressing buttons, right? That there are things uh, that are like that, that are experiences that are fun uh, and, and, and sort of whimsical, but there are also experiences that are akin to the, the sort of, great films you've experienced, the great TV shows, uh, incredible comic books, right? And I think that's just exciting. It's, it's an exciting time, I think, because what's ahead, what the next person is going to yeah. create is just it's so incredibly exciting well, to, it's, to figure out what it's, is that going to be. You've talked about it before, and I've talked about it, and we've all, you know what I mean, like, it all runs in cycles for a reason, right? Yep. And what you're talking about, why stories are such a big deal now, is because the people like me that have grown up playing the games, the people like you that have grown up playing the games to now make games, all grew up and wanted something out of it, right? And knew what they wanted to do with it, wanted yep. to run in that direction with it. And so I'm able to be there and always be the single player guy I want, who I want stories and all this stuff. You're able to come in there and from everything you've played and learned from, build that. And it's like what you're talking about now is what I always marvel at of the kid right now between 8 and 13 or whatever that's playing these games obsessively and so into all of this and what's going to happen when they go to college and learn or don't go to college when they start making games right and when they get to the point that they're 43 years old and they're making their thing with all of this knowledge and everything that's come before it and you know we always think about it feels like our industry's been around for so long when in reality it hasn't when you compare it to something like movies right or film or whatever like you think about that we're still in the infancy of this, right? Yeah. And what that'll look like when, yeah. And that's why even with games journalism, as you see that continue to morph and change, and what does that mean and influencers and this, and like what that's going to look like is that it continues to expand yeah. and grow and go crazy. Yeah. Or yeah, the EMP like the, goes off and we all just have to fight each other in the streets. Oh, that's also good though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think that totally works. It's <laughs> like the, the, the sort of 1940s, 50s, you know, comic books to the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that transition of feeling like, People who are, are absorbing this material are older and looking for stories that mean something more, right? Because we connect with them stronger. Yeah. It doesn't discount the great stories that were told in kind of that golden age of comic books. It simply says, as we grow, we sort of change. And it is like trying to imagine, you know, what is the, what is the person who's 16 now going to create when they're in their, their 30s, right? Yeah. The yeah. influences What's that they're having Fortnite today. What's their Fortnite look like? Yeah. And it's like, that is so incredible. Right. Like that to me is one of probably the most exciting things is to imagine that we are part of a longer collective of bringing, you know, gaming uh, forward. Right. As as creators, mm-hmm. right? not just, hey, this is what we do uh, in this one aspect. It is no all aspects. Right. It isn't about single player or multiplayer or cooperative. It's about interactive right is about entertainment that you have an active participation in which is very different from uh film and television right uh and it's not to to denigrate them that's great it's just that we do something different and to celebrate that to have people who grow up on that right that is 
It's going to be amazing. What we're gonna be like. It is truly going to be like crazy Ready Player One stuff. Yeah, and it, what's, what's really cool is like seeing, like keeping it in video games, like to go from something that, like Super Mario, 2D platformer, and to understand the rules over decades of what that means, but then to see this resurgence of like retro games being made by these small teams that in a lot of ways are almost like the counterpoint to Mario. They're like, what are all the rules? Okay, we're going to break all of that. Yep. Everything that you know about that. Like, I love seeing games like Celeste right yeah. now, where it's like you play that and it, it really feels like a direct answer to Mario. And like, well, you think you know this, right. you don't. There, there's always this one little one step that, uh, that, that changes everything. And getting rid of lives as a concept, where it's like, it's not about getting through this whole endurance thing. It's about one single screen challenge at a yep. time. And how can we make sure that the puzzle you got to figure out there is every single screen fun, challenging, yeah. different, as opposed to Mario, where yeah. it's like you need to play through this whole level and it's like about the, the journey. I don't know. It's just it takes growing up with something to be able to appreciate it and understand the nuance to that yeah. level to, to that be able to make something new the based instantaneous on it. sort of uh, restart that you get out of that the idea that you know the the mario games having the sort of story wrapper that they've had but then you look at celeste having something so moving mm -hmm. so yeah. meaningful to be able to tie this concept of you know the, the tackling the mountain of depression and actually helping people and actually having a connection and i thought that that speech that they gave at the game awards was awesome this idea of those of you who uh feel that celeste had helped you with your depression, you did that yourself. You had it in you the whole time. This sort of was a part of waking that up, but you did that all on your own. I think that's amazing. That shows you the power of yeah. what we're able to do is that people are able to stretch beyond the the act of simply implementing and doing these things, but take something like that and actually help, right? Yeah. And I think that that's amazing. Like that 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 is that is uh, the, the the sort of brick and mortar of all of us, all of us being part of making our world better, right? Because we are the ones who are going to have to do that, right? And I mean we, not as in us sitting here, everyone, sure, right? Of course. Everyone you being watching, a part of listening. this. You watching, all of you are part of this, of us sort of molding and shaping what we want out of this. And it's like, I like making games because I can make a world. I can make a world that I want to see. I can make all the rules inside of that world, but it can hopefully stretch out. It can connect to other people. You know, the thing that moved me so much as a kid was watching Star Trek, the original series, right? And watching the reruns of that and actually seeing this idealistic view of the future, this feeling that we could transcend beyond some of the nonsense that we were dealing with, sure. right? And I feel like, I don't know, uh, to be part of that, to, to, to be able to take some of these things and actually connect to people and have a message is just incredible. What's so crazy to me is so many kids or so many people grew up with Star Wars as their, their first kind of entry entryway yeah. into movies, into motion pictures. And, and that really kind of was the birth of like the blockbuster type yeah. movies. To imagine the kids that are going to grow up with MCU and oh, like yeah. to see what their what their new like in 30 years, what is the next thing that is like that? Yeah. The idea of the interconnected universe and like just movies having to work on multiple levels of having to work by themselves, having to work within their sequel line, but also working alongside all these other movies. It's like, it's just expanding the possibilities. Yeah. Uh, what, what are movies going to, how are movies going to be different than Netflix series? Like is TV and movies going to fuse? You know what I mean? It's like, there's so many options out there that we just don't know. And, and will there suddenly be interactive 
sort of aspects integrated yeah. into this. Like video games we've always that. sort of toyed around with it, but who knows, man? Like the the potential future, right? Uh, of being able to go and experience a movie, right? That seems like what you're doing is watching a movie on a screen in a crowd of people, but what you're getting is your experience while at the crowd of people at the theater. So instead of watching something That's on the screen, it's like you're getting something beamed in, right? Mm. And then you're all experiencing something, but you're able to have a slightly different experience, right? You're able to change some of these things or see a brand new movie from a celebrity who's long since been dead. Right? Sure, holograms, like that, that's what's all that about. That crazy stuff yeah. that they have now. So that's, that's wild, man. Yeah. The future. The future is now. <laughs> right? It's fascinating, crazy. Yeah, I can't think. It's, I, you know, I was talking, I talked to the comic book club before you got here and I told a story on it that I think I might have even kind of tweeted, but like to go see Into the Spider-Verse in theaters, to cry twice because it's so good and so touching and so amazing to come home and then turn on the Arrowverse uh, crossover multiverse finale. Oh, is that to, the where the, they switch roles? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. To f- finish that, to turn on PS4 and play Spider-Man because I needed to swing around and just be like, I would lose my goddamn mind at 12 years old yeah. Yeah. to sit to be. I remember sitting there reading Wizard Magazine, hoping I, this Nicolas Cage Superman movie sounds weird, but please make uh, it uh, so uh, I can see it. I just wow. want to see Superman on the big screen. It's I mean, it's crazy. Like the, the fact that Spider-Verse, I saw it again yesterday and loved it even more that it worked. Like the, the idea of it's like that, that on before seeing the trailer on paper, you're like, this is going to be a bad movie. Oh, it's animated. Oh, there's a whole bunch of different spider characters. Oh, there's going to be how many origin stories? Like, what's this going to be? And to see that everyone was so wrong. And mm. we all knew once the trailer dropped that this was going to be something special. I don't think anybody expected. We hoped. We hoped. I don't think anybody expected it to be this this moment. And it reminds me of God of War a lot. Where so many people were just like. Surprising. No, no one likes Kratos. Yeah. Like, why? Like, the story-based thing about Kratos being a dad. I don't, I don't want this at all. And it's like, and then you see it come together at the end. It's like. We're just in such a good time, whether it's movies, games, music, yeah. everything is just so good. We the last love couple to years. be surprised, yeah. right? I think yeah. part of the appeal, and it's not to say that any of these things are not as good, but when you can create something that also surprises people, I feel like that's this extra sort of fuel that makes the fire even brighter simply because people are like, I just didn't expect this. And, it, and instead of, you know, like you were saying, going into the hype of, uh, Breath of the Wild, oh, yeah, it was all right, but no hype probably would have been a very different experience. Yeah. Uh, I I cannot wait to see this thing, but in yet another situation, I probably won't see it until it comes out digitally. Yeah, it's, you really, go really got to make time to see it. This one's special. I know. It looks amazing. Mom, hopefully we can either get my son to sit through the whole thing, <laughs> right? Which just, he so doesn't... happen, huh? Well, he has sat through, He uh, let's see, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Loves that movie. Uh... Babe Pig in the City. Yes. Uh, Polar Wait, hold Express. On. Babe Pig in the City. Not even Babe 1. Babe no, no. 2. Babe 2, right? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. George Miller. Right. I actually told George the that. The definitive movie. I, I was like, man, my son, he that was the only movie he would make it through. So that was his first movie that he watched the whole way, and he actually wanted to put on his iPad, and he rewatched it and just rewind <laughs> over and that. over. So I told uh, George, because we had a moment when I went uh, to Australia the first time, and uh, his son came to work. 
because he wanted to meet me because he had played the God of War games. And he's like, this is my son, Budo, and I just want to point out that he has no interest in anything that I do. But when he found out you were coming, he was like, can I come to work with you? (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And now I'm like, yeah, my kid has no interest in anything I'm doing, but loves Babe, Pig in the City. Like, still rewinds that movie over and over again. Hey, it's a classic, man. Me and Kevin saw it in theaters. In theaters, in no theaters, less. In theaters, babe, too. I saw, honestly, there's a bit of the sort of Jeannot Caro level of strange French movie going on in certain parts of that. Like, I was I was fascinated by some of the, the sort of designs that they had done in there. So, yeah, just fun. It. You say he's no interest in what you do, your son. Yeah. Does he have interest in video games? You know, Spider-Man was the, the the first I mean the first video game he played sort of questionable whether or not it's really a video game it's like the Brio train set for iPad mm. okay so you can move tracks around and run trains not really a game as much as a simulator of sure. wooden Brio uh, sets um and yeah like he he had a few other games that he played but nothing really that enthusiastic but man when he played Spider-Man first when we booted it up and we had sort of the family day of playing Spider-Man just could not stop giggling and laughing as we were swinging around the city. Thought it was the greatest thing ever. Wanted to take the controller then. And then once he took the controller, refused to give it back to us. Nice. So like we couldn't boot the Spider-Man up anymore without him basically taking the controller and taking over. So that was his first sort of foray into real games. Uh, and then he got Paw Patrol for the Switch. There it is. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 And uh, he is an avid like uh, Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol fan. Rubble, so, rubble on the double. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Like when we make kids games, we make super hard platforming, <laughs> right? Let's I don't know if it's like kids. a bunch of game designers sort of punishing their children That's based so on the fact that I grew up on Mega Man. So you just trying to get them to sit there and play it over and over and yeah, over. Again. Yeah, Don't make it easy. Don't yeah. let them get through it. He gets so frustrated, and uh, but he still loves Paw Patrol, so he wants to to rescue, you know, and finish the mission and stuff like that. But man. I was like, they, they got to find something better for that, that is more encouraging for kids. So you can fail, but it's not like that precision platforming. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm the worst platforming player, so I can't even do like, Dad, to the rescue, I'll help you out. It's like, I'm terrible. The cop Paw Patrol dog is right down the hole. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's a pig. I think I told you at the bar after you had won your game awards and you were oh, out yeah. there celebrating you had the champagne you're shaking on everybody that's right yeah. it's all over sounds exactly like sounds me. just like you yeah i was flabbergasted when i put together that atreus's actor was the actor from the jonah hill movie mid 90s yeah I, I i i've played god of war love god of war i know the voice so well i had watched all of mid 90s never thought he sounds like atreus and then when he came out with a judge or whatever and and they, and they did the boy line i was like wait is that what is that the kid from mid 90s well, well, well and it was like I didn't know I, that. And it all went together like oh my god right he's also in killing of a sacred deer with that is. colin farrell and nicole kidman okay right that was the the moment in the middle of shooting the game where I was stressed out that one, he was going to get too old and his voice was going to change, Ooh. right? So I was stressing about that. And then he sends me a photo from the red carpet in Cannes. And I'm like, that's great. He's never coming back. <laughs> right? He's standing next to the Cole Kim and Colin Farrell. I'm like, either he's going to come back and be like, yeah, right? yeah. Or he's gonna be like, I don't have time to return your calls. But <laughs> always has maintained a really level head. Such a cool kid. How, that, and I think that's my que- part of my question is, how long before release had you recorded with him, if that makes sense? Because that was my thought, too. When he came out, I was like, oh, there's no way. Because he looks about Atreus's age. Like, he can't, with the recording, that wouldn't have worked out because I would have been worried about voice changes and all these different things. We hired him at nine years old. 
Uh, so how old is he now? He's 13, I think. Okay, okay. So, yeah, it was like four four years, and that last year and a half was a nail-biter, man. Yeah. I mean, because his voice was changing. And it was noticeable by the audio engineers at first, and then they were debating whether they were going to tell me. So then nobody would tell me and waited for me to notice. And then finally it was noticeable enough that they're like, all right, we have to say something. <laughs> so we're getting a lot of stuff in, and his voice you know, does sound different and like, we're going to find this program and it'll, it'll help uh, alleviate it. And I'm just like, Oh, can we please finish the script? And this was still, you know, a year out and we were still writing the banter script. Oh my God. So we had written the core script, uh, which was like, you know, 400 something pages. And then the banter script was another 400, 500 pages or something like that. Uh, and that was what was filling all of the world. So we still hadn't written it. It wouldn't matter like uh, if we get him in there because we didn't have the words to have him say. Yeah. So he was recording Pretty close to the end. Wow. I mean, we were in, in September of 17, probably September Jeez. to November. We were still doing some recordings. Uh, and everybody kept saying, oh, he's getting taller, too. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> right? like, I don't need you in my head right now. <laughs> I don't know what this means. I don't need you in my head. But fortunately, like, the taller was just like, yeah. uh, it's like, you know, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the voice changed definitely. Everybody kept saying, don't work with a kid because his voice is going to change. Uh, I'm like, ah. We got tons of time, man. It's no problem. <laughs> mm, so, so stressful. That's, I don't want to. It's the things uh, you don't think about. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that's some, like such an obvious glaring thing, but it's like that when you're planning all this other stuff, you're, that's not what you're worried about. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I was like, oh, at least I, I don't have an animal. Right. Like the, they say working with animals is really difficult as a lot of time to recordings. I'm like, eh, so see, guys, I'm making a smart decision. There's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no animals in this one. Right. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of the same investment. You know, when you have uh, a child actor, you have the schooling. So half of the day is school and then the other half is shooting and they have a limited window that you can shoot in. So you kind of have to juggle and balance the stunt actor yeah. as well as the main performer and then kind of balance it out. I think. Probably Kojima deals with a similar thing of trying to get all those actors into one place at one time is a Herculean effort. Yeah. You know, he has way more star power in his game uh, collectively. But still, we had the same problem of like, man, oh, that they're they're available this one day. Oh well, they're only available this one day, and it's like finding that juggling uh, or juggling that that sort of schedule and get everybody in there is so hard. Yeah. Right? That's why movies just shoot one chunk. Sure. It's like you shoot, you got him for 30 days. And we're like, oh, can we get one day here, two days here, a three day here, then back to one days. Like, I just want to get everybody in, shoot for two weeks, then do another two week shoot. That would be so much easier. <laughs> and you get everybody in the, the rhythm too. It's like usually by day two, you're like, oh, we're in the rhythm and that's it. And then we don't come back for another two months. Do you think games will get to that point? I hope so. I mean, I'm you know, if we do another one, I, I definitely want to shoot in that fashion. Uh, I think it's, it's a... Uh, I think a better way for, for creativity is a better way from a scheduling perspective. It also really gives you the opportunity that they're just getting into it. You know, yeah, it's like that's you're just getting think, started. Right? You really get some really great improv. Mm. I think when you I feel like so for most, a lot of these characters and these actors, right? It would be that struggle of you get in a groove, the day's over, the two days are over. You come back to it a month later, and it is that like warming up of like, where yeah. was I? Oh, right, I was doing this. What Except did I Troy and like? Nolan, man. Well, they, I don't know if like, you know, they've lost themselves. They're just characters now <laughs> right. all the time in their heads. I don't think, yeah, yeah the real them is even there, but yeah, they're, they're like <laughs> on at all times. Yeah. Right. And that is just. I imagine exhausting. You'd uh, like to think so, amazing. but they don't. They don't make it. They don't act like it. No, they yeah, both, they look, they so they both look younger every time. 
Troy so, always has a new scarf. Yeah, that's so many super scarves, unfair, so many isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. I feel like they work way more than I do, yeah. but they look so much better <laughs> yeah. every single time. <laughs> right? 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 It's right, like right, you right. see Kojima. Kojima seems to be Benjamin Buttoning. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, like I feel like he's going backwards. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's those weird bo- boxes he's holding up all the time. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that? You were there. You're supposed I didn't to talk ask to him. You were a man on the inside. I was on the inside and I did talk about it and I saw a recent one and I was like, is it? Is that like some de-aging potion? So he didn't give you any yet? He didn't give you? Because no, that's like when no. you know you've made it. Right. If Kojima gives, gives you the little uh, box that you take the photo with him, yeah. Right. Oh my God, that's well, when you'll know. Let's say him and Norman, they're holding those oh, things yeah, up. Totally. And he's just like, Norman Reed's another guy of like, he's old, but he don't look old. Right. You know what I mean? He hmm. is de-aging. Yeah, right? exactly. They're all yeah. doing it. They're part of some Illuminati. It's like the, what is that? The latest thing is the fast, is it fasting? Fasting diets or whatever, where you don't eat until a specific time of the day. So like, oh, Nick, Nick did one of those. The, one of those. You, you only eat for eight hours yeah. of the day. And so it's, it's from like noon this, to 8 p.m. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. People have been talking about that like crazy, and it's like really good. So I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember when they said eggs weren't good for you, then they said eggs were. I don't trust anybody Right, anymore. you can't trust any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, mostly yeah. the internet. You can't exactly. trust Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Yes, that. Can't confirm. Does not work. Right. That's how and I've I, lived my life for 29 <laughs> years. I, say, I do that. Like that. I, I don't do that for any reason beyond just, I, I'm so busy. Yeah. Like I get up, I have a coffee, and that's it. Like, and I yeah. don't usually eat until the evening. Technically, meal. you're not supposed to have coffee for it either. Right. So you're that, supposed to have black coffee. Oh, you black can? coffee is acceptable. Oh, then I'm good. Uh, I'm well, but good. any additive to it, I'm you back. couldn't put anything in there. Uh, at least that's what I was hearing from the person talking about it, but it could be wrong. This is the person talking about on the plane in the row behind you. <laughs> you know, you're not even right. playing. Yeah, I was eavesdropping. You're like playing a game, right. like listening a game. No, I think it was an art. It was like uh, Chris Pratt or something. Oh, talking, sure. Yeah. Uh, like not personally talking about it, hearing an interview that you're talking about what the process is for all mm. of that. And I saw something like The Rock eating like a plate of sushi at the at midnight yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, those are his cheat meals. He, he always yeah. makes right. a big like, and it, But it was like so it's massive. Crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, that's, you know, a party of six yeah. <laughs> eating yeah. a, a meal. And he's just like, this is my midnight meal. I can't eat at that hour. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you're burning as many calories as The Rock is. Right. Like, that's, yeah, that's he it. is you know definitely. I mean? yeah. Right. He's amongst those people who, the successful people, there was that article about the most successful people start their day at 4 a.m. And I was like, dude, Can't do that. Can't do that. I am Sorry. never, I am never going to be the world's most successful people yeah, if no. that is one of the criteria. Not, not a fan. Yeah, like I started my day at four a.m. if I hadn't gone to sleep. Mm. But if I'm going to wake Can't up, relate. it is not at four a.m. It's for why did I let them book a flight at this hour? Exactly. That no, is the only time all, I am up. At never 4 a good idea. Yeah, I've never felt good about like when you're you're booking the flight. You're like, if I do this, I'll get home by this. That's going to be great. Right. Every single time I wake up, I'm why like, did why I do, did I do that? Was I, I would have much rather any more yeah. sleep, really. Yeah. 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 I, I do not do well with that. Corey? Yes, sir. We're about out of time with oh, you. Oh, this it feels like it just flies by. It does, because it's just some friends talking here. Right. Right. Chilling, hanging out. Put a button on your 2018. What? what, what sum Put it all up for it. me. What, what does it all mean to you? Uh, my childhood dreams came true. You know, uh, and and I feel like um, an industry that I've always been a part of, uh, I feel like maybe uh, I've made a, a mark on, you know, and I think for me that's such an incredibly important thing. You know, I had told people in one speech during the development of the game, uh, you know, and I, I was hesitant to say it, and then I never, uh, I think, said it again, but I said that, you know, I think we need to make something that you know 
not only makes an impact initially, but ripples, I think, through the timeline of games, right? And I said, I know it's crazy and ambitious, but I feel like we have the right people to do this. And uh, I don't know. I mean, this year feels like we might have gotten close to doing something like that. So I am forever thankful, forever humbled by the people, not only that I work with, but the people that appreciate the, the, the crap that we do, right? <laughs> you know, because we just make, we make shit up for a living and, and they enjoy it. So that's awesome. Thank you, everybody. It's because of you. Well said, Mr. Barlow. <gasps> Thank you, sir. And I think you have. Oh, I think well, that's you have. very Definitely. Sweet. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes three, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can watch us record the show live, get the pre and post show early, get the whole show early, and if you don't want to give us any money, it's okay. The following Friday, it goes up as one big video, one big mp3 on youtube.com slash games. Nope, youtube.com slash kindoffunny. And podcast services around the globe it's been a long, been a long year couple of years yeah. <laughs> lifetime tim where can you get those shirts you can get the shirt kind of funny.com slash store do we fix it so it doesn't look like it's trying to steal the you, information you can yet? get the shirt at bit.ly <laughs> bit, bit.ly slash kind of funny.com slash store you have to spell right. out dot and slash it's probably right. fixed by now right, right? kevin's checking yeah. it may seem weird that store. you're depositing to my account but, but did you already do the it. thing it's where you good. said it's okay if you yeah, people it people were tweeting at me, Kevin, saying it's not fixed. So bit.ly slash kind of funny. Until next time, ladies Wait a minute. and gentlemen. Were you modeling over there? On that oh, yeah, one? of course. Oh, I'm, I'm, all, so I'm everywhere, baby. You're it's a been model. our pleasure to serve you. Oh, that's